Check, check, check. Check. I no longer sound like I'm in tuna. A big old five fifty-five gallon drum of tuna fish. Hello. Welcome to the Buckland Podcast. My name is Martel, and with me sometimes when I allow him is Randy. What is up, Randy? Dude, I hurt my back today. You know what I did? Well, it's actually like it's like a minor tweak. You know, you get a muscle just pesters you from time to time, or maybe a testicle. Like one of your testicles just sometimes hurts. No, I okay. I don't have that problem. Never mind then. Okay, you can't relate. No, you'll never understand what my generation's been through. Okay, talking about my generation, which you're part of, because <laughs> we're about the same age. But you're older. I like your capri pants. Thanks. And your shoes. You don't wear shoes inside often. They're yoggers. No, it's because I was out running around and... Literally? You hear that, right? Yeah, I, I hear some kind of weird feedback. That got, that made it worse, and all you did was move the... I, my finger hit the dial. Oh, so it got louder. Yeah, that was weird. I knew you had been out and about. You know how I knew that? Because I saw where you drove through a puddle as you pulled in your garage, and it was still very moist. I'm basically like a CSI guy. Yeah, I guess. I, I guess you could be, maybe. I also saw a new basketball hoop outside. Good thing there wasn't a ball there. I would have kicked a home run. Uh, probably. God, what the fuck? Oh, my God. Today is just going to be a day of just fucking shit. <laughs> I would rather not if I have an option. I don't know. You just in the desk hoping just it. Pull pull the the cable out just a smidge, just like a little, just like not to where it disconnects. Well, if you can. Why is it doing that? What is that? It's like a shitty metronome. <laughs> it's the world's worst metronome app. No one else can hear it but you and I. Well. Okay, so as long as it's not on the recording, we can still record. It's just going to be annoying for you and I. Yeah. I, I'm used to that. And I'm also, the fact that there's just even... What does it mean? I don't have a dropped call. Nobody called me. Stupid smartwatch. The fact that there's just issues in general. Like, every time we go to record and try to do... Not every time. It's just any time we try to do more than just record, like, basic right. you and I here in the studio. Yeah, that's... That's my point. That's what I'm getting at. Oh, I gotcha. Fuck my life. That's gonna drive you nuts. It's gonna. It is driving me nuts. I was hoping that I could just. I can. I can like drown it out and ignore it, but I can see you over there just getting more and more perturbed. Different cable with different labels. Yeah, that's much better without that. If it does it with this cable, I fear for what you will do. Now I hear music. Yeah, it ain't the cable. Welcome to the Buckhorn Podcast. I am Martel, and Randy is with me. I am. Happy New Year, buddy. Happy New Year. I know, right? 
I always say New Year's. Happy New Year. It's just one year. It's one new year. Is it, though? I don't know, man. After what we've just been through in the last five minutes, and I'm tired. It's been exhausting. I know. December's been... I... So we were having, we're still having slight issues, and hopefully things work out. We it's have with a guy, our yeah. We have we have a guy calling in. Um, his name is Sam Carroll, I believe. I don't and, know this guy, so. Oh, I know. I don't know him either. We'll call him Sam Wonderful. Carroll. What is? <laughs> you said you knew him. No, we're friends on Facebook. No, oh, so we just have. I mean, I'm cool with whoever. He's a mutual friend of Jason. And if I. you want to be on the Buckhorn podcast, now we can. Try to call in and have technical difficulties, and anybody can be on our show. Yeah, we it can, is what it we is. Can, we can COVID it and phone in people. Well, it works fine when you d- use Zoom, but I don't have a professional Zoom account, and I'm not paying for it. Not when there's shit like Facebook and FaceTime and Faceways and InstaFace and MySpace, MyFace. Instagram. So... Anyway. Why can't we just use the non-professional Zoom account? Because it only gives you about 40 minutes of record time before you have to start it over again. I thought it was an hour. No. That played through. And uh, today we have a guest on our show, Tinkerbell. Yeah, that was... (laughs) She just threw pixie dust all over Martell's butt I am going to go ahead and let's just snooze that for This is going to be a great episode. God, I hope so. It's going to be so good. We're, we're off to a stellar start. Well, we are. I mean, New I, year, new us. I've spent 20 minutes fucking around with audio that I thought I had fixed earlier today because I tested it with Liz. Well, yeah, I showed up, and I'm trying to listen to the last minute of a uh, uh, crime podcast, and you open the door and give me the look like, come on. So I come in. I didn't in, give you a look. I just opened the door. And no, you were like, get in here right now, fatty. I did. So I did. I don't know that No, I but that's that. what I'm telling everybody. Okay. Just, Just let me tell my story. Don't want to. And you're like, I, I said, where's Sam? Because you just told me a guy named Sam was going to be on the show. Yeah. And you're like, no, he's. we're calling him. Oh, cool. Like we did Patrick and we do Mo and Jason. Yeah. So we come bounding up the stairs after realizing I forgot the beers I was supposed to bring. And uh, we're on a rush and then realize Sam is in a different time zone. Well, yeah, I forgot he's an hour behind so, us. <laughs> and I told we him. We like rushed up here to I get told ready. him 1230. Yeah. And he's an hour behind us. Yeah. So, so he was thinking his 1230. Not right, which you would, which he wouldn't. I just if you just say twelve thirty. <laughs> but anyway, so we'll have Sam on. But how was your Christmas? Christmas was fantastic. It was really good. I mean, we we no longer the big family stuff we used to do with extended families has gone to the wayside. Um, How glorious is that? By the way, it's, it is freeing, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. So we did. A couple weeks ago, we did a combined Thanksgiving and Christmas. <laughs> Sorry, Sharon. I know that sounds absolutely horrible, but it is the best. No, she loved it. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, no. Cause, well, no, because we still here's what we did. With the the big rush used to be wake up, open gifts with the boys, well, when we first had Huck, drive all the way up to you know an hour to my grandparents, do breakfast there, drive back to my parents, do Christmas, then drive to her parents who lived on the same road and do Christmas. And it, it's just a lot. Right. So for Christmas this year, we woke up. Beth woke me up before Judd was even awake. And she's like, hey, you know, it's Christmas morning. Let's get ready. And I said, and I get up, look around. I'm like, where's Judd? Oh, he's still in bed. And I'm like, well, then why did you wake me up? Like, <laughs> I'm supposed to be able to sleep until I want on Christmas, basically. And no, it did not happen. 
But the boys opened their gifts, had time to, which we only do four gifts, and then Santa fills their stockings. So, oh, um, so Santa, the Santa gifts come in stockings. Well, yeah, because or does Santa show up and then dump put put stuff in their stockings while they're sitting there? He takes a dump in their stockings. So Lucky what happened Cole. was right when Beth was pregnant, and uh, it was Christmas before Huck was born. I found this article where this well-to-do family, this this woman and her husband, both made well into six figures. Okay, bought their kids. Just a butt ton of stuff. Everything from Santa, right? And they, I don't think everything from Santa is a not gift. everything, but okay. Just a, just imagine way more gifts than any kids need. Just an overabundance of. So and it's always one, the high end stuff. One one gift, it, right? Is an overabundance. Way too much. Uh, but it, but they always got the high. You know, the latest gaming system or whatever. And her one of her sons comes home one day and asked his mom. Why Santa likes him more than his best friend. And she's like, what do you mean? He said, well, I got, you know, whatever. It was a PlayStation. But Johnny got, you know, some low-end gifts. And she realized not every parent makes the same. And when you say... How did she not know that? I, it's, you don't think about it. I you do. Okay. I know that there are people out there who don't make as much as I do. And I know there's people out there who make a hell of a lot more than I do. What's it like to be rich? You tell me. You're you're <laughs> on par with me at this point. <laughs> So <laughs> you're pretty damn close. So I'm trying. I'm trying to get you. I've invested now. I've downloaded Robinhood and Coinbase. So well, I'm get rid of Robinhood. Fuck that. I'm thing. just waiting. Well, I'm using that for stonks. Nah, but boo. My stonks are up. My crypto's down. <laughs> All of my crypto's down. I'm up like eight bucks right now. Pretty rich. Anyway, but she realized that it was like you know when when from kids' eyes, it's like why did Santa get so and so that and not me or vice versa. So she decided to do four gifts. Because your friend's a little bitch, that's why. Yeah, he was bad this year. But the four gifts are something they want, something they need, something to wear, and something to read. That sounds like something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Yeah, but we're not marrying off our kids just yet. But that sounds like, I'm going to do that next year. I'm not marrying them off. I'm just going to get them something old, something new. I'm <laughs> going to borrow bar. something from somebody, and I'm <laughs> going to get them something blue. blue. You should. That's all they're getting. And not, and not say anything. They'll be like, what in the world is this? But we buy them each four gifts, and then the stocking, they get various things. Not the candy. They get some little toys they want. But uh, So anyway, long story short, which is never the case with me, right. they open their gifts. They got to enjoy starting to play with stuff, open the stockings, you know. Then we went to our folks on our terms, my folks, right. first. So we got there at like 1130-ish, noon-ish, um, opened some gifts, from my folks, my brother, my aunt. Okay. And then we all had lunch. And then it was like time to do whatever you want. You could play with your toys. You could play games. You could. I, I tried to take a nap. And then we didn't leave for her folks until like 5.30-ish. Okay. So whenever there, had dinner, opened gifts with her side of the family, which her side of the family is huge. Um, but it was relaxing. It was We weren't rushed anywhere. Right. So, yeah, it was really nice to just... Enjoy the day, especially because my kids are still young. It's still exciting for me to watch them, you know? Right. It's yeah. still magical for them. It is for Harley. It is for Lexi, too. And I downloaded one of those apps where you can put Santa in your house. Yeah. Like you take a picture of your tree or whatever. And you can So I showed that to the boys, and they, like, flipped. They were like, it's so cool you got to meet Santa. <laughs> I, yeah, I did this in about 12 him. seconds. I sneak up on him. <laughs> right. 
So uh, He damn near shit some coal. He did. It's in your stocking. Good luck. <laughs> Don't dig too deep. We're good. good. Yeah, it was good. How was yours? It was your, good. your kids are older, too. Not by much. I mean, Huck's not much older than Harley, or younger than Harley. No, but my oldest is younger than your youngest, I'm saying. Yeah. Is Harley still a Santa? Yeah. Good. Yeah, good. absolutely. Um, it was good. So, like, I, I'm a cheap ass. So, that's how I got rich. I wouldn't say you're cheap. I would say that you are. I'm super frugal. Frugal or economically efficient. Yeah. Like, so, you spend good money for good quality stuff when you need to. When I need to. But you don't overspend. I try not to. For nonsense. Um, basically, I'm ruined financially because of my mother. But that's a, you can go back and listen to the last episode of Mo and I on our way from Indy for that story. Um, You're going to make me listen to another episode of our show? Yeah. So, <sighs> basically, like, so I had an I, I I bought an Apple Watch 6 after I bought my phone. And I liked it. I really wanted a Garmin Phoenix. So just to put things in perspective, the Apple Watch is about $350. Okay. The Garmin at the time was about $600. Oh. Right. That's <laughs> Right. So I don't like paying that much for a phone, let alone a watch. I don't like paying that much really for anything, but I don't want to pay that much for a TV. If you want something that's what it is. So I didn't buy the the Garmin. I bought Should I Santa for it? Well, hold on. I bought the Apple Watch. And this is like last year. Yeah. So do bought you, the you Apple don't even Watch. still have the iPhone, do you? Yeah. Oh, okay. I still use an iPhone. So I I bought the Apple Watch, and about a week later, my brother in law sends me a text. Hey, you have a watch? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh shit, never mind. Yeah, we talked about this. Yes. I go down there. I I get a Garmin Phoenix Six, which is what I wanted. And now I'm up in the air because I really like my Apple Watch. I really wanted a Garmin. I really like the Garmin. So anyway, I, I him hawed back and forth. You know, one week I'd wear an Apple Watch. One week I'd wear, wear the Garmin. Well, I ended up just wearing the Garmin permanently. And I gave Liz a choice. I said, hey, I said, we can do a couple things here. You have an Apple Watch. You can take my Apple Watch 6. And for Christmas, we'll just give Lexi your Apple Watch 3. Okay. I said, if you don't want the that's six. That's not bad. I mean, no. that's, it's, it, that's high tech for, how old is Lexi? She's 13. So that's higher end gift for a 13-year-old, but it's a hand-me-down kind it's of thing. It's a hand-me-down so, yeah, thing. That's, so that's she, and fine. I'm, I'm notorious for hand-me-down electronics because I don't want to go buy something and her not like it. Or break it or. Right. I mean, she's 13. Right. So um, anyway. So as I look at my smartwatch, right. I got an alert, <laughs> and it's Sam. He's he's he says he's ready, so we'll call him here in a second. Okay. Um. So I uh, or I said, you know, I can trade in my Apple Watch Six. We can get the smaller version of the Apple Watch Six if you don't like it because it's got such the big such a big screen on it. You can get the smaller one, take that, and we'll give Lexi your three. Right. Or we'll just give Lexi my Apple Watch Six, and you keep your three. She said, "Well, let me try it out." So she wore her. She wore the Apple Watch for about a week and a half. The six. The six. Okay. And she's like, I think I'm good with this. Now keep in mind, the screen is enormous. Seventeen inch screen. No, on your not, wrist. Not quite that big, but it, it is a, a much larger screen for a woman's wrist. And I've just been wearing the Garmin, so Lexi got that. Harley got a basketball hoop. She, she was super excited about that. We wrapped a basketball and put a note on it that said, "Go outside." She was so like, oh was that God. something you had to assemble Christmas Eve night? Or? No, we did that on the Monday, the Monday before. Where and did then you hide it? Behind the shed. 
And she never saw it. Never saw it. Shut up. It was awesome. It's a nice looking hoop too. It is. Looks like it's easy to move. Uh, it's not that easy to move. Well, none and there's of them are no, easy, it's not weighted yet. Oh, so there's it's just no kind of precariously perched. Well, I, I noticed it was curved it. though. Yeah. Where the old bases were really big and flat, it just yep. had two small wheels. Yeah. So this has got two large wheels full of sand, but the base has nothing base in it. And I put a stone on the on it just to kind of hold it down for now. And then I got this arc lighter. I'm gonna throw you the box. The lighter's downstairs. Ooh, the, it's a arc it. lighter, and the warning on it says keep away from people with uh pacemakers. Caution. The carbon from candle soot, melted wax, and There's burned that one candle wick or other sundry stuck on the tips of product may affect use of lighter. Clean the tip parts of the lighter with dry cloth before using. Just the tips. Just the tips. Yeah. That's the only warning I see. No, I think What's it's on like the little I think it's on like a little piece of paper. paper. Um, I've seen I've seen arc lighters before. Yeah. That it's like cool, it's though. like it's a low end version of a stun gun. It's like a yeah. It's pretty cool. It works really well. So let's have call Sam. To, have you tried to shock yourself with it yet? No, I did act like I shocked Lexi with it though. It didn't. It's got a little slide on it that the prongs come up out of it, oh, and okay. then it then it, it shows the power button so you can turn it on and off. Well, mm -hmm. I never slid it up. I just poked her in the side and went, <laughs> and she was like, ah! freaked out. <laughs> we should shock each other with it. Yeah, we'll see. It might stop my heart. I don't know. All right, so let's call Sam. All right, call Sam. God, I hope this works. Ring a ring, ring a ring. Make sure your volume's turned down. It should be. I'm going to turn it back up. Now it's playing through the... I fucking hate this. Is it not playing through the recording? Do you hear it ringing? Not nope. through the... Not through the headphones. This might not work. Oh, I should answer. No. Answer. I don't I don't get it. I don't... I, I really don't get it. Why am I not showing up? You are. I see you. I don't see anything. But I'm really... Okay, I see me. I don't see you. Your camera's off. There you are. Ooh, you zoomed in. No, that's the iPad does it automatically. Oh, fancy. Let me try to position. You need to kind of, like, wipe your camera off. You're very cloudy. You should, yeah. Probably, you, honestly, it's probably my... Uh, just use your thumb. Just, <laughs> just smeared around right there. My screen protector started coming apart right there. Oh. Uh, so it's probably that. Okay. I Is Sam not answering? No, he didn't answer. Maybe he's pooping. I gotta hope so. But it's not playing. That's the what I'm audio doing right is now. not pulling in. But YouTube will. It's gotta be something with Facebook Messenger then. It but we did it with With Patrick? Patrick. Because we had the issues with FaceTime. I thought, ah, oh my God. There, Sam's camera's off, but Sam can't, we can't hear Sam through the audio. I love it. Can you? Oh, I can hear you. It's playing through my iPad, but it's not playing through the audio recording. It's recorded. not playing through the recorded audio. It's awesome. I hate technology. Okay. Can you hear us all right, Sam? Yeah. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah, it's hot. Hot. hot, hot, hot. I mean, Sam don't need to see right. me anyway. No, you don't need to see. You don't need to see Randy. He's ugly. He's an ugly fuck. He's, he saw me briefly. That's that's <laughs> enough for a lifetime. So, so Sam and I don't know each other in real life. We are we have a mutual acquaintance of Jason Janetti, and I think that's yep. how we became friends on Facebook. I thought you said you met on Plenty of Fish. But there's that. Yeah, that too. too. <laughs> <laughs> Got to set those search preferences to Ohio. <laughs> South Central Ohio. It's where all the hotties are. It is awesome. So 
I wanted to have you on because you're so you kind of I've I've followed kind of your story on Facebook a little bit, and you are are you a nutritionist or you do you deal in nutrition and you are a contributor for Push Press? So um, I own my own nutrition company. Okay. So we do nutrition coaching, and we also built a web app for other coaches. Uh, before that, I ran my own affiliate for almost seven years. And I'm also the community manager now for Push Press. Nice. And you say when you say affiliate, you're talking about CrossFit affiliate. Yep. Just so those not everybody that listens is well, no one listens. Don't worry about it, Sam. You can say whatever you want. No one's listening. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Yep. CrossFit affiliate. It doesn't matter. I would say the majority of our listeners do not CrossFit. That's probably accurate. Yeah. There's probably six. Aside from, aside from Janetti and Mo. Janetti, Mo, Brandon, Jimmy. They don't listen. And I consider myself a listener because I listen, I have to listen to the same show like four <laughs> yeah. times over. Yeah. But, that audio. So, but I wanted to, I kind of want to have you on because, you know, it's, this is essentially our New Year's show. New Year's is coming up and everybody's going to do their resolutions. And yeah. the resolution every year for, I don't know, let's just go with 50% of the United States is I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to change my eating habits. I want to um, be healthier. Yeah. I want to so, quit some bad habit, whatever it is, smoking or just to be healthier in general. Right. So I figured we'd try to do like a self-help episode where... Really, this is an intervention. Martel's trying to get me to lose weight and back to my fighting shape. Damn it. He got it. He <laughs> caught on. <laughs> when I said I have a go. guest and Martel's like, screw that. I got a healthy guy. <laughs> You're going to sit there and listen. But Sam, I, I love I love watching and following Sam's Facebook because he'll ask like interesting questions like... How often do you wash your jeans? Uh, or, it depends on what I've done in them. Or there was another one. Fair. Like if I've been sitting around the house in them, or like I'm wearing jeans now that are, this is the, let's see, I wore them to my parents for a couple hours, and I've worn them here today. I feel like they're still pretty clean, unless I like crap myself. But I don't, I don't I know mean, how, I've never thought about asking how often do you wash jeans? Is right. there a standard? That is an interesting question. The general consensus was that if you're in fitness, you probably hate jeans and never wear them anyway. Right. Um, well, I'm not, but I still hate <laughs> jeans. Yep. And then I think everyone else was more like, if you've got kids, you probably wash them a little bit more often because somebody might like puke on it or they get dirty. But like other than that, it was anywhere from like, I wear it like three or four times to I wear it like for months before I wash it. It was all over the place. Yeah. I, yeah. It I depends usually, on what you do, I guess. I usually go about every two yeah. weeks. And I wear stretch denim because like, I. You buy yours in the maternity oh, yeah. section. No, Kohl's. There's they have extreme stretch. Like, oh, oh pants. I can't They're shop amazing. at Kohl's. Kohl's hates fat people. So. Oh yeah, so you got to get the the it, jeans that stretch your where it's at. You can't yeah. have the the jeans that are all like super stiff. And, no, not they like, suck. Like the the Levi's from the late 1800s. Like the yeah, <laughs> yeah the ones that exactly. cowboys wear that are painted on. You can't even yep. bend at the knees you fully. Can't do that. So so anyway. Um, like my new year's resolution every year is to try to be a nicer person. Cause I'm already, I already work out. I'm in the gym four days a week. I don't really eat like shit unless it's the week of Christmas and new year's. I've already put on like seven pounds this week. Um, so mine's usually just to be a nicer person and it's not going well. I usually fail at that sometime around the second week of January when I tell someone to go fuck themselves, <laughs> but there you go. <laughs> um, so what are some tips, I guess, 
from you on sticking to those resolutions, whatever that resolution may be. If it's, you know, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the gym and I want to lose, you know, 30 pounds, or I'm going to go to the gym at like, I don't know. I want to try to go to the gym three times a week or like some tips to prevent failure. Yes. Basically. Yep. Cause the only, yeah. I'll be honest, the only resolution I've ever stuck to, I made in like 2013 was to just quit making resolutions. Cause I never <laughs> stuck to them regardless of what it was. I never stuck to them. That's a great resolution. Like when I lost all my weight years ago, before I put it all back on, I lost like 170, 60, 70 pounds in a year and a half just by working hard and eating right. And punching and, trees. And punching trees. But I started that go. in like April of 2010. So what a New Year's resolution. Every one of my resolutions I ever used to try to do, I failed at. It happens. So it Sam, what are some tips that would, uh, you would, how would you encourage somebody to, you know, set themselves up for success? Other than showing up at their house with a bucket of ice water and throwing it on them so that they get out of bed. Has he done that? Do it like an an MTV special. Show up and just douse them. (laughs) Yeah, just kick in the door. Cameras in your face and everything at 6 a.m. No, so like if we looked at your like lose 30 pounds example as like a New Year's resolution, because I think that losing weight is a really common one for a lot of people. Um, We like to tell people that they need to take a step back from just having that one big goal, right? So we set this like big objective of wanting to lose 30 pounds, which can take a good amount of time. And because it takes a lot of effort, we have to change our habits. We have to go to the gym. We probably have to make diet changes, lifestyle changes. And when we don't see that 30 pounds drop off super quick, it can be like really deterring. And then we don't want to do it, right? Right. So we just say, fuck it. And we give up. So we like to tell people to take that step back and you know, keep that big goal in frame, like keep it at top of mind, but try to think about what those like incremental tiny goals are between where you are now to where you want to go can be that can constantly give you that feeling of like success and reward. So if I want to lose 30 pounds, maybe I want to set a micro goal of like two and a half pounds, five pounds, 10 pounds, and just keep going. So there's these constant milestone goals that I've set for myself. So that way I constantly feel like I'm achieving something and it's not like, oh, shit, I haven't lost 20 pounds this week. Like, I'm never going to make it to 30. It's like, all right, cool. Like, I lost two and a half pounds. Like, that's a milestone. That's a goal. And then you get to move on to that next small goal, working your way towards something bigger. That that makes a lot of sense. First off, please watch your profanity um, on our family. I'm kidding. No. Martel's got a filthy mouth. <laughs> All our listeners know anything goes here. Uh, no, but for real, that makes a lot of sense because if you set a goal saying, I want to lose 30 pounds next year, I, I guess you're right. You know, you, Most people don't think of it in a way that I you, you kind of go to the gym, you get a new membership, right? And you feel like you have to lose that 30 pounds before <laughs> January's up. But you've got 12 months if you said that as a, if you say, I want to lose thirty pounds in twenty twenty two, why are you trying to do it in the first two weeks of the year? So that makes good sense, right? Divvy so, that up over exactly. twelve months, and it's it's more obtainable. So it's a it's a really you're talking about a mindset, and I think that's where people yeah. get a kind of a, a loss at with that is they look at that as the new year just being a January February thing, and then after that, if they haven't you know even if they haven't lost you know a pound or two pounds, they just kind of give up. And so, that, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, so getting past that February timeline that most resolutions fail at, what should someone do to continue past February? I mean, I know consistency is key, but 
what should somebody who doesn't have that consistency or that habit building ability do past February? So I think this kind of could be used for like a, a drill that we kind of have people do every once in a while that we like to call building your roadmap. And like the whole concept around that is like that family road trip that you might've taken like cross country that some people might go on where there's no way in hell that you're going to travel from like Cali to Texas and not stop somewhere to see some sites or somebody in the family is going to kill somebody. And we kind of need to do that when it comes to our goal setting too. So if we take, say we've got that, like where we are now, we've got that big goal up in the corner. We set these like smaller goals, like losing two and a half pounds. And each one of those might be like a little road stop to fill up for gas, like something that keeps us going. We can also begin to set like smaller goals that are even tinier that can help space that apart. So like, say I want to lose, you know, that 30 pounds. All right, let's set a two and a half pound goal. Maybe something even more attainable than that is drinking more water, eating more vegetables, going for walks with the family, taking the dog out more, playing with your kids. Anything that can stay as like this tiny habit change that can help lead towards that goal is something that we can expand out past just February. Because if we look at that goal setting like, oh, I need to start in January. If I'm not at it by February, I'm screwed. And then I give up. If I have all these little tiny things that constantly make me realize that I am changing, then suddenly February doesn't seem like this like cutoff date. We're able to be like, oh, shit, I've got 10 months left. Like I can do all these things now. And then you can keep chipping them out. Okay. So maybe, and here's some, this is what I'm hearing, so correct me if I'm wrong, but for me, when I lost the weight, it wasn't, I had one big goal and it was to get in the military. Um, and then when I was almost at that goal, my grandpa, who's a, a decorated um, E9 EOD veteran, you know, passed away and, and a lot changed in my life at that time. So I never did enlist, but what I'm hearing you say now is instead of focusing on that big goal, because now a decade later, it's, it seems a lot harder for me because I don't have that drive. But what I like hearing is maybe instead of saying, I want to lose 30 pounds, or I, even I want to lose two and a half pounds, hey, in the month of January, my focus is drink more water. In the month of February, it's start taking walks with yeah. the family. In the month, So it's it's more of, like you said, habit changes will lead to a healthier lifestyle, really. Right. So maybe, like for me personally, and Martel's been on me for three years. At least. Since we've been recording, well, since I put the weight back on, right, to get healthy because Martel and I trained in the same gym, and 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 I taught Krav in the gym that he works out at, and I was in a shape then I could move. <laughs> without now I'm just making no, sounds, right, without <laughs> grunting and my back hurting and wheezing. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe each month I, I sit down, say I go home tonight and say, okay, January my focus is drink a gallon of water a day. February, my focus is... Coffee and whiskey do not count as water, by the way. Um, that is, first off, <laughs> water is the main ingredient in both of those things. I know. That's why so I So don't that. sass me. <laughs> I drink a lot of H2O just in various forms. I don't drink pop, really, so that's I've got that going for me. And I don't drink beer. Um, but yeah, no, that's I like that because that I'm, I'm listening to you here, and it really helps me think I shouldn't focus on the scale so much as just changing my habits and my lifestyle. Which is what I did back then, but back then I had more drive. I didn't have two kids. I wasn't working as much. You know, was, I had a lot more free time. So now I can get healthier just by going. Okay, forget the scale. Drink more water and less coffee and whiskey. <laughs> Walk yeah. the dog more. Which we don't have a dog, but yeah, that's. I, I like how you put that. That's 
helpful to me, honestly. Yeah. So it's, you know, if you think about it like that, uh, like that road trip, like anyone who's been on a road trip, you know, if you're like driving and it doesn't even have to be a road trip, it could be going to like this store where you like go out and you're like, oh, hey, like I need to stop there too. Or, hey, like there's this little town with this cool little attraction off to the side. So when we talk about building that road trip and we go past February or whatever, it's nice knowing that you can also kind of change, you know, like where you're driving, like where are the stops? Because as you go by, you know, things change. You might find that you tackle something quicker or slower than you needed to or wanted to. And you can change things as you go by to make sure that you're staying the course. I like that idea. Because yeah. come January, like I'm just going to... Yeah, you, you could you could start now. I'm not starting now. I'm, I'm busy drinking. Um, but come January, I always try to do dry January, which we did sober October. Not this year. <laughs> we did no, last year. No, we, I think we started it, and I think we ended up failing. But I always do dry January. I always some at some point, like either the second or sometime in that first week, I just I stop drinking altogether. Um, it's not and not that I drink a ton. I mean, but I do. I do enjoy my whiskeys and my beers and my wines. Um, yep. And I will not have anything for 30 days. And typically it's, it's kind of, I use it kind of as a reset. So, um, but I also, I'm at the gym like at least four times a week trying to do stuff. But since back surgery, I've kind of laid off the weights and spent more time working in cardio, which I've realized is not necessarily my thing over the past year. Like I've, I can keep a consistent pace in a 500 meter row at like 132, but it sucks. I hate it. I need to get back to lifting heavy. So, and I think we're going to end up doing a, some sort of, they call it a nutrition challenge where they'll do like a six week thing where you, how much, you know, you, you measure your water and you measure or not measure it, but you know, I drank, you know, 128 ounces of water today and you track your water, you track veggie intake, you track all this other stuff. Which worked out really well the last time I did it. I went from... You did really well with it, too. You I were, went from, like, 230... Or, no, 250 to, like, 225. 250, you were so okay. fast. That time. It was good. It was in, in, in a six-week period. But prior to that, we did... I switched to paleo. I don't know. It's been nine years ago. Kind of went a, a semi-strict paleo route... And over a two-month period, went from 265 pounds to 200 pounds. Like, dropped a shitload of weight, um, which is not healthy, and I gained a lot of it back within, like, a month and a half. Well, yeah, that's one of those things that if you go paleo, it it can be healthy. Uh, I've got a friend whose wife went uh, either vegetarian or vegan. I can't remember which. And why is she wrong? Her mom did it. And lost a lot of weight. So she said, I want to try the same and lost a lot of weight. And I was like, well, that you're, you're not losing weight just because you're not eating meat or right. dairy products. You're losing weight because you have a, it's a form of discipline, right? It's a way to measure, like you said, it's a way to measure your intake. Yeah. So eating meat isn't the unhealthy part. They think they are. But what it really is, is they're going from eating McDonald's to eating fruits and veggies. You know, so it's like, for it's same with paleo. With paleo, you lose all the weight. But if you ever stop being vegetarian or you stop and you go back to eat McDonald's and Taco Bell, it's all coming back. And that's, I mean, that's what happened to me. I quit being disciplined. I don't eat McDonald's. That's gross. I, even when I had Huck Christmas shopping this week, I know he likes McDonald's, which we don't get it often, but every once in a while he'll get some chicken nuggets and a small shake. 
fine. My, my Whatever. kids think McDonald's is disgusting just because I planted <laughs> that in their heads. Well, that's why I told them. I was like, yeah, hey, buddy. I was like, <laughs> I said, why don't we try to get like Wendy's nuggets and a shake? Just because it's not much better. I, it, it's still fast food, but I, I can't stand McDonald's, period. I just, I used to eat it almost every morning when I was in banking. I would get a two sausage egg McMuffins, a hash brown, and a large iced tea and a coffee. That is so much and that shit. Was, yeah. <laughs> that was my breakfast back in 2007-ish, long before I tried to get in shape, long before. Now, I can't drink their sweet tea. It's just too, it, it, like, I feel sugar on my teeth when I'm done. I don't like their hash browns. It's all grease, you know. So, because I changed my lifestyle years ago, I still don't eat McDonald's because now it tastes different to me than it did back then. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like if if you grew up eating McDonald's your whole life, you don't know how nasty it is. But when I quit eating it for years, if people are like, "Hey, we're running through McDonald's," you want anything? I'm like, "Uh, water." I think it was. <laughs> I think it was Jimmy Kimmel had taken. I think it was a Big Mac or just a cheeseburger and kind of set it off to the side, unwrapped in his oh, studio. Do that all the time. And yeah. just I was gonna say, there's one I saw last week. It said. Ugh. You know, it's the annual like New Year's or Christmas time where somebody bought a McDonald's cheeseburger and fries in 2012 and they look the same. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like that's yeah. gross. It, well, and what really helped me was working on the farm I did with Sean because we raised our animals grain free, no chemicals on our grass, nothing that went into our animals we were going to eat. Right, was man made. It was all natural. It was done the way it was originally done. You know, animals were raised, and once I not only worked hard. To get those products, the eggs, the chickens, the turkeys, the pigs, everything we, we raised and harvested, it was, and I tasted that quality, everything else tastes inferior to me. Yeah. Even if we do store-bought, if I, if I do a store-bought steak and I cook it, or, you know. Randy I still, likes to talk a lot. Shocker. That's, <laughs> that's, that's why we started a podcast, because we like to talk, right? But no, I, I I agree. It's you got to make those little changes. Yeah. So maybe your January changes for say somebody doesn't drink. It's I'm not eating fast food in January. That'd oh, be a good one. That's yeah. easy yeah. for you. For me, I was gonna say. For but me, I'm saying that's for easy. everybody, it's not. And, no. and, and, and talking to Sam, I'm trying to think of ways to help other people make changes. Yeah. Yep. So it's kind of like um, this like all or nothing mentality that some of us have. Like, if I'm gonna give up fast food, I have to give up fast food all the time immediately it can't just be this thing where i'm like all right like i eat fast food five nights a week all right i'm gonna do four for like like the month of january i'm gonna do three for the month of february like those slow incremental things and to the point of like um the whole like paleo changes right so paleo vegan keto whatever the diet name is whatever shit you're into when we make that change our entire focus is on whatever the hype is behind that claim so right. like if I do keto, the whole claim is carbs evil, make me put on weight. If I stop eating carbs, then shit's going to drop off. But the second that you get on keto, it's like, okay, like I'm not eating, you know, fast food all the time. I'm not eating cake. I'm not eating ice cream or potato chips or like all this junk food. But instead of people realizing that they're reducing their calorie intake, they start blaming like that nutrient. And the same thing could be said for like any other diet, like paleo. People start eating paleo. They start eating more vegetables and fruits and meats and stuff. They stop eating as much ice cream and candy bars and cereal and all that other kind of stuff. But they never point the attention towards that specifically, like that calorie change. 
it's always making the food seem bad. Have you not <laughs> seen the entire line of keto desserts and and paleo desserts? Oh yeah. That's as far as I'm convinced. I'm I'm convinced that shit isn't keto or paleo. Talenti is healthy ice cream. It's it's all Talenti's delicious. It's also like <laughs> it's three, so good. three <laughs> times <laughs> three times as ex, like as expensive and tastes like half as good. If that, I, I'm not a I'm not a fan of the whole keto thing. The paleo thing was fun because I ate a shitload of bacon. <laughs> right, like that was the you thing. get it's bacon, like everybody chicken, eats steak, bacon, pork, and so I ate like a ton of bacon, and that's when I started saving up like all my bacon grease in a jar and keeping it in the fridge. And then I started cooking with bacon grease instead of olive oil, and then see, we grew up. I got fat again. Well, I grew up with generation bacon it was, jar. It was always bacon yeah. grease. <laughs> so, but um. <clears throat> What are your thoughts on ketchup, and why is Randy wrong? <laughs> he doesn't like even know. It. It's it's just a random question. What are your thoughts on ketchup, and why is Randy wrong? Ketchup is one of the most overrated condiments on the planet. It's only good on a few things. Uh, most I ketchup agree. sucks. Sam I also, and I just I became agree. best friends. I agree with what Sam said so far. I hate ketchup on You everything. said that ketchup is not good on anything. It's only for kids. Sam said it's good on a few things, and most of it it's sucks. It's good with fries. Heinz ketchup is the best ketchup. It's good. Down. This is an argument we have all the yeah. time. Heinz is yeah, the Heinz only is ketchup. The yeah. Uh, some homemades are really damn good, but that's usually made by like a nice restaurant or some like bomb-ass family recipe that nobody it's, wants to share. Yeah, it's got to be a bomb-ass family <laughs> or recipe. Or the fancy ketchup packets. No. Cause no, the, fa- the fancy ketchup always sucks. It, it tastes like you're trying to eat like tomato sauce. Oh no, I said yeah, I said catsup. If anything's labeled catsup, I know it's bad. It's, it's garbage. Awful. <laughs> it's awful. Now my stand with ketchup is, it's for kids. Adults who use ketchup on everything are still in their yummy phase of life. They have never grown up. What's wrong with being in the yummy phase? There's nothing wrong with being in the yummy phase. That sounds sexy to me. But like ketchup, well, hot dogs are disgusting in general. And the only what? time, hold on, hold on, I'm not done. The only time that I will eat, really eat a hot dog is as a chili dog. You're going to make Sam turn on you just like you made Patrick turn on you. I'm fine with that. Everybody turns on me I at mean, some point. All right. I guess this is probably because I'm like from Illinois. Mom's from Chicago. So like hot dogs are always something you grew up with because Chicago is known for the Chicago dog. I grew up poor so as shit. You're always used to it. I won't ever go out of my way to get a hot dog. Like. It's but not it, something I, I rarely buy it at home. I'd much rather get a damn good sausage or a really good brat. Oh, yes. Martel likes a good really sausage. Well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Way better than a hot dog, but ketchup belongs in hot dogs. Ketchup is like uh, fries. Thank you. Hot dogs, occasionally burgers, but there's way better sauce. Like, I'd rather have an aioli or barbecue sauce on my burger. Yeah. Um, I won't argue with that either. But most people eggs. don't have that in their like fridge to go. Right. Like, if you go to a, a neighbor's, I'm not going to call it a barbecue. It's a cookout. It's a cookout. If you go to a cookout and somebody's making burgers, you know you're probably going to have ketchup, mustard, and maybe mayo for your options. Yep. I, I, when it comes to a hot dog, mustard, relish, onions. Chili dog. Sauerkraut. Oh, sauerkraut and cheddar chili and, and cheddar cheese. Amazing. On a, but combination. I cannot do... Like just ketchup on a hot dog, ketchup on a on a hamburger, ketchup on meatloaf. That's different because you cook with that's, it. On yeah, it. you, yeah. you, you got to cook make with that it. With the, yeah, but I just I know people that will put ketchup on everything. 
and they use ketchup oh, yeah. or ranch dressing. I I'm not yeah, so much on the ranch. Here. It's like the official condiment of the Midwest. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. we had Christmas dinner at my in-laws last night. My sister-in-law puts ranch on everything, and they had these. My other sister-in-law made these kind of potatoes where you slice them like halfway through, and they kind of splay open, and you whatever, you bake them. And one sister-in-law got the ranch out. My brother-in-law goes, "What are you putting ranch on?" She goes, "There's potatoes. Ranch goes with anything potato." And I was like, eh. mm. "Yeah, no, you lost me there." No. I like I don't hate ranch, but I probably feel about ranch like you do about ketchup. Like it's there's there's times and places for it, right? Well, which is it's the usually... whole ketchup led to the ranch, which leads to one of Sam's. Sunday fun day Facebook conversations. What's the most overrated food of all time and why is it bacon, Nutella, or ranch dressing? Yep. Okay, first bacon's not overrated. But bacon it's gotta is be criminally overrated. No, it's not, but it's gotta be bacon. Don't don't come to me with turkey bacon. Don't come to me with any other variation. Real farm raised, chemical free pig bacon is amazing on anything. I don't care what it is. I'll eat it in ice cream. And I don't even need ice cream I mean, anymore. Don't get me wrong. Bacon, bacon is absolutely delicious. But if you coat everything you cook in bacon, I'm assuming it's because you can't actually make anything taste like anything. You mean other than bacon. coat it in bacon or cook with bacon grease? Because I can't. I'm trying so, to think of a food like, I would uh, hate if I added bacon to it. So, like, let's take a filet mignon for example. Like, that's the most overrated cut of steak probably ever. I agree. Um, yeah, and, I'm fine with that. And you wrap it in bacon because fillets don't taste like anything, so you just want to make it taste like bacon. You make it taste better, exactly. That's why bacon's not overrated. Bacon helps That's in why that. It's overrated. <laughs> but but in your given stereo, bacon is used to help the overrated meat. Right? That's overrated. Overrated. Bacon wrapped overrated. hot dogs sound amazing. They are. <laughs> They're so good. But it, you said the Probably the filet mignon's overrated, which I agree, and they charge way too much for it. But you wrap it in bacon because you wanted to make it better. Those were your words. Now Nutella, and what was the other one? Nutella, I'm, I'm give or take ranch Nutella. dressing. Yeah, ranch is overrated for now, sure. But I love so I, I, I like Nutella, but I'm, I'm overrated. Nutella to me is like the hot dogs. Like I'm not, I don't go out of my way for it, but it's there. I might eat it depending on what it's with. Like I like Nutella, but I don't get the. It's like Sri Racha. We've talked about that. I don't get the hype behind Sri Racha. You mean Sriracha? No, it's S R I Racha. Sir, Sri. sir, that's S I R. You're dyslexic, remember? Uh, no, I'm fine. Are we about to have this? Because it's it's not English; it's Chinese. Whatever. Fine, Sriracha. Whatever it is, it's overrated. It tastes like trash. It's just got heat to it. Yeah, it's pretty good. No, I agree. It's good. No, it's not. It's trash. Well, the other part that I like about on this on this conversation that you had posted, Sam, is someone said deviled eggs. And I they, always brought you deviled eggs today. And they said, let's have some flavorless slimy balls with mush inside. <laughs> and I'm going to disagree with that because I like a good deviled egg. Well, but, oh, dude, de- good deviled eggs are the bomb. Well, here's the thing, Sam, and I've talked about it before, and I had some I left over. Bacon. Yeah, bacon. Well, I've had some that have been made with avocado. So here's what my wife does. She does three types. Pickles, she does the traditional. Jalapeno. She does a spicy one with jalapenos and some hot sauce. And she does a cheddar bacon ranch deviled egg, and they are to die for. And I almost brought you some today. Well, apparently I, I want need her to die for them. So you do. I want her to make some fresh, like right before I come over sometime. Well, so you don't get the day old leftovers. Yeah, because I don't like day old. Two days, you said, but still, with deviled uh, eggs, well, like they're whatever. always better fresh. 
So all those foods are good though. Like ranch is good and the right thing. Ketchup is good and the right thing. Bacon is good. In the right thing. They're Bacon's so good right with everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, but all right, enough enough nutritional talk. Name one food that you had bacon to where the bacon makes it worse. Name one food that you ate that you add bacon to that doesn't make it just taste like bacon. Ooh. That doesn't make it oh, you're saying take over the, the taste? Salad. Yeah, that's why everyone you put cooks, you put real bacon, bacon. You put real bacon in salad and crumble it up, it doesn't overtake the salad. You can taste all the other vegetables, the dressing, whatever else you put on the How cheese. How often are you eating bacon in a salad? As often as I can. If I'm eating a salad, I want bacon. How in often it. are you eating a salad? <laughs> Pretty often. I do like salad. What? Problem is I always eat salad, then I eat, like, a big old fat meal. If we're eating bacon, either way, it's got to be thick-cut bacon. None of that thin shit. I agree. And it's got to be not super crispy. Like, it can't be that crumbly crap, but it can't be flopping around. It's got to be chewy. Like it's got to have, like, crispy outsides, some, like, texture to it. Yeah. Kind of like medium. Done. Nice chew in the center. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like agree Medium rare bacon. I agree. Um, I've, I have almost perfected that in the broiler and on the smoker. Almost. Oh, smoked bacon. Smoked bacon's amazing. But Smoked bacon is amazing. So, I don't know how personal you want to get, Sam. I mean... Shoot. So, um, recently... The, what and this underwear is what, are you wearing right now? Yeah. What color underwear are you wearing? <laughs> there you go. Um, Great. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, you, you... And I'm... Not the you you. So right, right. Uh, recently, you found out that you have what two brothers and a sister. Always knew I had okay. two brothers. Um, always since growing up, because I was adopted, and we're always told that like everyone got put up for adoption. And then last year, I found out after posting a um, a picture not of my like birth certificate, but of like the hospital record of where I was born. Okay. And I didn't realize that the woman that facilitated my adoption, the connection between that family and my family, was a friend of mine. Oh. And she reached out on Facebook to actually let me know that I might have a younger sister, but she wasn't sure. And then, you know, this is after, I think I took 23 and me like four or five years ago. Okay. In hopes that maybe I'd match with a sibling and nothing ever happened. And then flash forward to March of this year. At like 10 o'clock in the morning, when you sign up for 23andMe, you can opt into a relatives feature. Yeah. And then they can ask to reach out to you, and you can confirm or deny it. And someone reached out. We both like vetted each other, asked each other shit that only the other person would know how to answer. We realized that we were siblings. She was my biological sister from my biological mom's side. She stayed in the family. Um, I got enough information from our biological mom that me and my sister tracked down my brother on Facebook through his parents. <laughs> awesome. So, so we reached out to him. So okay. you were adopted. Yep. Your biological brother was adopted by another family? One brother uh, was kept in the family. He okay. sadly passed away really young, around like 11 or 12. And then oh, man. the other brother was adopted uh, outside of family, and he's like a year and a half older than I am. And then your biological <clears throat> sister stayed in the family? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Sorry, I was just trying to like keep up with everything. No, and I... I yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> my, 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 family, my family's full of twists and turns, and it's hard to explain, so... Yeah, and and I, I followed your journey on on Facebook as you were posting stuff, and I found it like absolutely fascinating that someone who was adopted was able to find 
out that they had like all this, you know, the, these siblings and everything else going on. And I, that was the thing. Like, I didn't know about the 23andMe part, and I may have missed that in one of your posts because I've done 23andMe just to see if, I mean, I'm not adopted, but just to see if my parents were actually my parents um, because we're, we were so far removed, like personality wise. At one point, that it would. <laughs> yeah, they were like, "I wonder if they're different." <laughs> yeah, like I'm a I'm I'm a teenager, and I'm like, I don't like any of this stuff that we're doing. I hate it all. Like I hated working yeah. on cars and working on all this stuff, and that's all my dad did. And I I didn't want to be a part of it. Now I'm like, I like to work on cars. Look at me. Um, and both and unfortunately, both my parents had passed away. So, um, like about 16 years ago, but. I was I was watching like your journey go through this whole thing with like and I did twenty like I said I did twenty three and me I just did it to do it but right. to see if you know to hear that twenty three and me works in that capacity as well like you were able to find that you know find your sister through twenty three and me and then found that you know met your and and you recently met your your siblings in person like you all yep. got together and what I found was funny is you all have long hair and beards yep every one of you. So I thought it was really cool. Like I and I didn't know like I said I didn't know how personal you want to get with with it, but oh, I no, figured I mean, I'd talk about it. Yeah, no, for the most part I put like shit like that's fun to put on yeah. social media and like let other people talk about cuz it's kind of like a cool story that not everyone has. Uh and it was definitely like a spark this year. It was a really interesting like surreal experience getting to meet your siblings for the first time when you're 30. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> um, it was also really cool like to see like the nature nurture side of everything. Like we have a lot of really interesting like quirks or like manner mannerisms and things that we like or enjoy that are completely identical to one another or like the ways that we act. And then we're also completely different people at the same time, which is right. really fascinating. I, I like that. That's cool. That this shows that like genes and like biologics just kind of, you know, it flows through and, you know, like I was saying, like the the working on cars things. At, at one point, I hated it, and now I I enjoy it. But like that genetics just has a uh, uh, what am I trying to say? It just carries through. Like it just passes yeah. on from you know one trait to the next, and so I, I find that to just be like really cool to see. And and seeing somebody that I'm friends with on Facebook, and they you know they basically find a everybody well for the most part everybody in their family again. And that's awesome as well. So congratulations yeah. on finding your siblings. It's really Thanks. cool. I appreciate it. I might, uh, I might actually have two other half sisters, but I don't know if they know I exist yet. So oh, hopefully one of them takes a 23 and me someday. That'll be a surprising morning. That'll, yeah. They wake up and they're like, <laughs> Oh, there's this guy named yep. Sam. Yep. So that would be the biological father side. All of us have. So technically we're all half siblings, same biological mother different biological fathers okay all the biological fathers were out of the picture by the time we were born so there's a good chance that while they know that we all exist their families might not and i know that the biological father has at least two daughters okay so tech technically if one of them were to ever take a 23 and me i might be a uh, interesting surprise one day we'll find out i'm, I'm gonna take one to see if i'm related to you there you go. You might, <laughs> hey, man, you might find out that you have a half-sibling floating around somewhere. You know? yeah. yeah, I mean, as far as I know, me and my brother, my, my parents are still together. They're both still alive, thankfully. Um, I'm very fortunate in that aspect, and they only had me and my brother. But <laughs> you never know. 
family secrets, right? Sharon seems yeah. very oh. promiscuous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after I like announced everything and people saw that I was like 23 and me, some people reached out with some pretty wild stories about like they took it and other people in the family took it and they realized that like they weren't as related as they thought. Oh. Or somebody that was like a family friend is actually technically related to the family. Like wild stuff. Wow. Yeah. My my 13 year old wanted to take a 23 and me and she she said. <laughs> She goes, well, I want, I want to do it. And I'm like, why? She goes, I want to see if you're actually my dad. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm there. I, I was. I was there. I'm, and whether whether or not. She doesn't trust you at all. Yeah, I was. I'm just like. I'm pretty sure I, I participated uh, in that group project. I, I was there. And whether whether you like it or not, I'm the one who's raising you. So I am your father. Yeah, right. Right. You should have been like, yeah, take it, because I'm going to stop paying for all your crap if you're not. Oh, <laughs> no. You're getting kicked out. No, 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 no. Your kids are definitely yours. No, my kids are mine. They they act just like Liz and I both do. So, But what are you sipping on? I, saw, I see you've got a little... I say, I thought I heard ice clinking earlier. Cause it, yes. Yeah. Uh, it is Maker's Mark's like, private selection that you can get somewhere. It's like Sweet Bourbon Dreams or something like that. Oh, like the stave, the, the barrel stave program? Where it has Maybe. like the, the four stave profiles like on the front of the bottle? Yeah. yeah. Yep. We've done several we, of those. We've got several. Well, I have several of them still downstairs. You do? Ohio does their own. Ohio is a shit state to live in. And it's also just a shit state to try to get whiskey in. Um, the only upside is there's no extra markup. So everything is, you, you know, if Blanton's is, what, $55 a bottle. But you can never find it. Maker's no, Mark never. is, I think Maker's 46 is $60 a bottle, but the barrel staves are $70 a bottle. Um, oh, damn. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a little bit That's more expensive. expensive. And they're but they're for Ohio specifically, so you can't so get them you can't outside. get them anywhere else. Did some places that I find that I can actually get really good bourbon. Like this is actually from Sam's Club, and that's where I get my Angels Envy, my Maker's Forty Six. Like it is so much cheaper than the liquor store. It's crazy. So we can't we can't we have to shop at a liquor store. We're a control state. Really? Yeah, you oh, have yeah, to go to a liquor right. store. It sucks. Like I said, it's it's a shit state to live in. The the like, big upside is there's no stores cannot mark it up. So where if you find whatever it is you're looking for, it's gonna be the same price no matter where you go if they have it in stock. Right. That's the only that real upside. Nice. Yeah. Like See, you know you know if go you're gonna to go buy Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say, you know if you're gonna go buy Weller in, you know, Lancaster, it's gonna be the same as if you find Wellers in Columbus <laughs> or Circleville or Akron or whatever. But <laughs> the availability availability of a lot of stuff here is trash. Yeah, it's it's yeah. and then we travel out of state and you find it readily available, but a sixty dollar bottle is now magically two hundred and fifty dollars. Yep. So yep. that's what's that frustrating for us from up. Ohio. Yeah. When we do find it out in the wild on vacation or whatever, I've, it's so expensive and we're so used to not paying market prices that we don't. Or at least I don't. Well, I've been that's... I've I've been asked to leave a store before because I told them the price of their stuff was incorrect. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, yeah excuse like, me you are wrong like that here too though like except every store you go to can set its own pricing so like for example makers 46 i think it's sam's club's only like 26 bucks here but if Whoa. i go to the liquor store 
it's like 45 to 49. And then if I go to another one, it might be 60 to 65. It's 49. So here. like, Oh, I'd be a Sam's yeah, Club every day then. <clears throat> yeah, you can literally go bounce around though from like three different liquor stores and see three different prices. Honestly, Especially if, I... if they get their store selections and it's like a limited amount, they might mark that thing up sky high because they know that you can't get that anywhere else. Like, see, and that's stupid. Yeah. Like that's just, like that's Eagle just Rare, for example, one place might mark that up like crazy because we don't get that many in our, in our area every year. Oh, we never get it. We here. don't get it. If you do find it, it's 32 bucks. Buy a lotto ticket, too, but, while you're at it. Yeah, but you can't buy oh, it. Oh, it's 50, It's like 50, 50 to 60 here. Oh, yeah. I'll be honest. If I lived where you live and I'd go to a Sam's Club and get 46 for, what do you say, 26 bucks? That's yep. probably just all I'd drink. Yeah, that because it's just easy to get, and that's a stupid good price. Like that's a great bourbon. I'd walk out with pallets. I, I, I mean, I, I've paid. <laughs> I paid what? It's like forty five ninety nine here. I think. I think yeah, for the forty six, something like that. So if I could yep. walk in anywhere and get it readily available for twenty six, that's probably just all I'd stock up on. Yeah, the, <laughs> like, it, it, that's just too good a price for that good a bourbon. Like this, so I think I have one bottle of Blanton's Ooh, left. Jealous. I well, this is. I bought this. The we need to do a little trade program. The dump date on this is 2017, and I've had this since October of 2017, and I just opened it maybe four months ago because I did it for just so we yeah. had something to drink on the show. But I have one more bottle left from October 31st of 2017 that I just I'm sitting. I'm just sitting on it. I'm like, well, it's a Halloween bottle. Literally sitting on it, and I'm just waiting and for somebody that wants to. You said that's like fifty bucks. It's like yeah, 55. like fifty-five. It's like sixty that's, sixty dollars after tax. That's wild to me because like people around here will sell it for like 150, 200 bucks a bottle. Yeah. Which oh yeah, is absurd. we see people here oh, yeah. that stand in line for hours to get a bottle just to sell them secondary, which ticks us off. So yeah. my I was at my father-in-law's for Christmas Eve and he's now starting to get into whiskey over the past year and he went to a giant eagle and they they'll post up like what they're going to release because they only release their allocated stuff on Saturdays which in turn causes people to line up at four o'clock in the morning to stand outside of a giant eagle well apparently people were lining up at 10 o'clock the night before to sit outside all day or all night waiting for the liquor store to open so they could be, you know, within the top 10 to get whatever it is that they were trying to get their hands on, whether it's like a, a little book or Blanton's or yeah, God knows what else. And it's just, it, it is absolutely stupid. Like, it is positively the dumbest thing. Actually, I saw a video on Reddit, I think, of a guy. Uh, there were chairs lined up outside of a liquor store, and he just walks by and starts, like, throwing the chairs out into the parking lot. Because people were, yeah, there's no one sitting in them. There's just there's just chairs that people put there, and they just he just chucks them into the parking lot. I'm like, good for him. I hate I hate all of that. I hate it all. But the down in Florida, it's the same thing. Like the stores will set their own prices based on you know they they get the this is the suggested price, and then they set their own price. And couple couple years ago, I was in there, and they had some pappy. And the guy's like, he saw my Ohio license. And he's like, oh, we got Pappy. And I'm like, great. He's, I said, what's the price? He's like, $4,500. I'm like, that's, that's only two seventy five for that bottle in Ohio. I'm not paying that. Right. And he's just like, ah, we got someone who knows what they're talking about. And I'm like, well, I'm not paying you $4,500 for that. I said, when I know if I, if I win the bottle lottery in Ohio, 
I'm not I'm gonna spend two seventy five max. Um and I can get it cheaper than that online. So he just hands me yeah, I had I'm not paying for it. Yeah. I had a bottle of Eagle Rare and he's like just hands me the bottle of Eagle Rare and polite me, politely asked me to leave the store. He's like, You can leave <laughs> my store. Cause it, cool. where where I was at was um I guess Davenport, Florida is a it's like a, a hub for uh, English and Japanese businessmen, for whatever reason, coming in to do deals with Disney or whatever. It's like right there next to Disney, and it's a real affluent area. And they just raise the price on everything down there to because people will buy it, and it's just ridiculous. So I've been kicked out of a liquor store for telling them no price the prices. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, eh, that happens. So, but it's yeah. Like- Spent fifty on the Eagle Rare that I picked up yesterday. Actually, our liquor store opened for like two hours, and they hit a bottle, and I found it. <laughs> uh, I, it, I would buy a bottle Eagle Rare ever, if, you, if yeah. they hit it and you found it. I think you should be able to get a discount. Yeah, that's like right. where's Waldo? <laughs> it's like Easter egg hunt, man. Eagle Rare hunt. But I would I would buy Eagle Rare for fifty bucks. It was good, like yeah, I probably would thing. at thirty two. Like I love hey, it. I don't have this yet. Yeah. But so have you have you had the Eagle Rare then? Have you opened that yeah. bottle? What do you think? Not that one, but I've had it before. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. I thought you were saying yeah, you, it's good. You, you hadn't had it yet. But Blanton's might actually be one of the smoothest bourbons I've ever had, actually. <laughs> so we give Blanton's a lot of shit on the show. No, so, we give we give the hype. Well Speaking of it, overrated it, things. Yeah. Speaking throw of Blanton's things, on your list. Um Speaking of Blanton's. We give the hype of Blanton's a lot of a lot of shit. We don't more, sir. We th- we think it's good. We like it. It's very yeah, smooth. It's like it well, has a great that's what you're sipping on right now. Right. I mean, it's better than don't ever ever get Kentucky Tavern or Beam Eight Star. Yeah. Bad. Oh my! It ruined Dr Pepper. <laughs> we tried. Okay. We did reviews on on two that Martell spent a collective total of like nine dollars on. Yeah, they're uh, super for cheap the small also. bottles. Because we just wanted to try real low bottom end stuff, and we tried mixing it, we tried cutting it, and it nothing worked. They're both complete trash. Yeah, it's I'm I'm keeping them as white elephant gifts to give somebody that doesn't like that you hate. Yeah, well, even someone I like, it'll be fun. They because they'll hate it. Um, but the the Blantons we give we we think it's in reality like a thirty or forty dollar whiskey in a super fancy bottle that's really hard to get. Yeah, that's how it goes. Rarity yeah. charges up price. Right. I like it because it's smooth, but the the amount that they hype up for it, well, that's I just would, it. No, I wouldn't pay for it. No. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a really good whiskey. It's just I'm I would never ever pay more no. than market for it. I, I won't do that for a lot of things though. Like right, but yeah. again, I'm just saying the hype is ridiculous, and it's good. I mean, I've drank. You poured me a finger. It's gone. Um, it's good stuff. But I don't get the people out of state buying it for 150, 200 bucks makes no sense to me. Because no. there are so many better options, even ones that are readily available for less. So I'm trying to think. So what are some of the the whiskeys that are how much? So well, how how much are you into whiskey? I enjoy whiskey and bourbon a lot, but I'm not the person that's going to go out and spend overpriced shit all the time. Kind of like Bland's, like I'm not going to go spend $100 for a bottle that I could find somewhere for 40 to 50 bucks. Okay. 
All right. So, so what is what is your favorite whiskey then that you can get? Well, it's probably Makers. I mean, that you can get red that's readily available that you can just you know walk in, grab, and not really have and you'd to get it at a good price. Yeah, that you can get at a good price. Makers forty six is good. Um, can get Angels Envy around here for a pretty good price, and I do like Angels Envy. <clears throat> now, the Angels Envy. Are you talking the finished in port wine barrels or the rye finished in the rum barrels? Rum casks. Uh, just the standard Angels Envy. So okay, that's that port wine. Yeah. Because yep. around here, the port uh, wine's fifty bucks and it's good, but the rye is a hundred bucks. But it's it's fantastic. It's yeah, on the it's on the higher end, but it's fantastic. It's really sweet. It's like drinking candy. Is it? Yeah, it's really good. I don't good. think I've had Angel Envy's right yet. Yeah, they're, if you can find it, it's finished in the rum cask, so you get a sweetness from that. It's it's a harder-to-find bottle now. It used to be readily available, and now it's become can, a lot harder to find. I could get that pretty much any time, I think. Here. The rye? Yep. Yeah, I think I, almost all of our liquor stores have it in stock. Oh, you should then. Yeah, if you can get it's, it, then I would. It's, it's about a hundred dollars here. When we see it, we buy it pretty I would, much. I would pick it up. I almost picked it up. I was out in, um, I was in Indianapolis with Jason for a race mm-hmm. and walked into a liquor store and they had two bottles of the rye, but they wanted two hundred dollars a bottle. Ooh, I was about to get mad at you for not messaging me, but you well, did the right that's thing. why yeah. I didn't. <laughs> you knew I would have paid. Double. Well, I would have bought them both, and you wouldn't have gotten one. Fair. So I would have paid two hundred dollars for both bottles, and not said a said a, a word to anybody, and that would have been the end of that. Um, but yeah, it's it's about a hundred dollars here. It's really good. Speaking of rye, what we got that righteous downstairs. We can have some of that before you leave. Yeah, we're going. Randy have some has of that. so because you've listened. To, I know you've listened to every one of our shows in at least the past. All of them. You know, twelve hours. So three years worth of shows. You've you've listened to all of them. Um, twelve but, hours doesn't even get them to indie. Oh well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With I, our three-hour Patrick. I know. Episode. <laughs> I was gonna say because I just asked Sam to be on the show about twelve hours ago. Um, the uh, there's a bottle that Randy is like. You, I'm just gonna leave this here because if I take it home, I'm gonna drink the whole thing. And it's only a three hundred yeah. millimeter or three hundred milliliter bottle. And I think it was like about sixty dollars for the bottle. It's yeah. an experimental. That uh, Junction Thirty Five in Tennessee did. That's a rye, yeah. and it's fantastic. So if you're ever down in Tennessee, hit up Junction Thirty Five because they have some really fantastic whiskeys and bourbons as well. I might have to. I think if I had to go with like an everyday bourbon that I can literally go get anytime and use it for a myriad of purposes, though, I'd probably say that Buffalo Trace is my go-to twenty, thirty dollar bottle that I'm just. Can you get that at Sam's Club? Grab. And you can get that just readily. I like, wish. Oh, yeah, okay. I can get Buffalo Trace regularly. Yeah. So you can get it regularly and pay, I, what do you say, 20 to 30 Because here... It's $32. It's 32 for, which is fair. Which I'll give it, well, but you, you can never find get it. it. We, really? Yeah. It, like I said, Ohio sucks. Like, Well, it's, it's the people here in Ohio, too. It's the availability. You're right. But these idiots that line up to buy it, to stick it in their cellar or to flip it, kills it for us. Yeah. And it makes yep. the store owners want to hide stuff. But they're not legally, they're yep. not allowed to hide it. Legally. <laughs> I mean, legally, like you're not allowed to speed, a, but. Well, certain allocations that like the stores will get, they'll kind of hide and they'll announce it to like specific like whiskey clubs that if you, you know, if you're part of those groups, you know that the store is getting those in ahead of time and you can kind of swoop them up. But yeah, stuff like Buffalo Trace, like 
I could go into a liquor store and probably pick that up any day of the week for I don't know, like twenty seven, twenty eight, maybe. Jeez, that that would be a. I dream. have no desire to live in Chicago, but is that all over Illinois? Because I might. <laughs> no, but Chicago is probably way more expensive. My guess would be. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we can't find. Like I've got the last bottle of Buffalo Trace I bought was probably six months ago. It's the one point seven five milliliter bottle. The big boy. Oh, that's the, nice. The huge bottle, and I will not open it because it's so comically big. Like I want one of those, and I've asked every store to get one in, and they're like, we've never even been offered to, yeah, it's, to get this big-ass bottle in. I've, I've got – it's so <laughs> comically big that I, I, I won't open it. I've got a bottle – I found a bottle of Weller Special Reserve, same thing, comically big. So now I'm, I'm on the lookout for the Weller Antique in the 1.75 yeah. bottle and an Eagle Rare. In the one, so I can just have the whole all four Those bottles just bottles. <laughs> sitting back there, and I'll I'll never open them because they're just they're ridiculously huge. Like they just they right. stand out like a sore thumb. They sit on my whiskey cabinet on the top of it, and they tower over Everything. every other bottle that's in there. Like you look and you're like, oh, you got Buffalo it's a good Trace statement piece. Yeah, it's like you got Buffalo Trace. I'm like, yeah, you're not opening that. Like I will <laughs> I will break your bones if you even try to open that bottle. You can have anything yeah. else except for those two bottles. I will open that's, a bottle for somebody. That's a really good bourbon that like I'll cook with. I've made sauces with. I've used it in barbecue. Like Buffalo Trace has a like, good. Oh yeah, every time oh, I yeah. get some, it's I, fantastic. I so, use it for. Uh, I've used it one time for drinking, and that's all I've used it for. I don't. <laughs> that's it. Oh, I don't man. make sauces. Randy doesn't cook. He leaves that all to his wife. Oh, dude, well, so good. I no, I do cook occasionally, but she, my wife is one of those people that loves cooking. We're, yeah. So, don't, don't all women her. just love cooking? They should if they're in their spot. <laughs> <laughs> if their husbands trained them right. Like I said, Sam, anything goes on this show. Just a bunch. Almost of, anything. Just a bunch of assholes talking shit, and we don't mean anything that we say. Almost anything is. Well, yeah, I had to delete a show. I had to completely erase a show. That <laughs> not I only did he not air it, he deleted it from yeah. existence. Like, it is gone. It no longer exists. That bad, huh? Well, it was it was a show on dark humor, and it started out really good, and then the humor, and the humor was dark, and then it just went completely pitch black. Like, we couldn't see where we were going on this humor thing, and we after I fun. listened back to it, I'm like, there is no way in hell this can see the light of day. And then you say you like asked a few people some <laughs> oh, of the yeah, jokes, and yeah. they were like, "Yeah, that's funny," but yeah, I, I I'm probably like, shouldn't. What do you think of this joke? And they're like, "Oh, that's funny," but I wouldn't release that. I'm that's like, what, okay. it, it was the okay. kind of stuff that if we ever wanted to be politicians, which we don't, that would get dug up. Yeah, that would. <laughs> it, that it, of... it could still get dug up somehow. I'm sure, but there's there was just no chance of it ever. It seeing would be the, the nail in the coffin. Yeah, but um. I was going to say, I'd ask you how your Christmas was, but how was your Hanukkah? Because Super low-key, man. Didn't yeah. do a damn thing. You didn't do anything? <laughs> no, not really. Damn. Yeah. Put Stuck some candles in a banana and called it a day. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I was surprised, so... I'm about to message all my Jewish friends now. <laughs> hey, how did stuffing candles in a banana go this year? <laughs> so, Dude, best best travel menorah ever, man. <laughs> that is awesome. I, I grew up... Um, Jewish? Kind of, yeah. So I had friends that were Jewish and mm-hmm. grew up probably from the mid... 
it don't was, appropriate their culture, bro. Uh, no, it was from like 80, 86 to 89. No, 80, 85, 89. I don't know. Nobody well, cares. Not, it doesn't matter. A, a good five years, five or six years of going to Temple with my buddies and at some point picking up Hebrew. And, and we celebrated. We would celebrate Hanukkah, and then we would celebrate Christmas, and we would do it as a, as a huge family. Right. Um, and that they're the reasons I found out that Santa doesn't I can't say that oh, too yeah, loud. I, t- I totally fucked that one up for a lot of kids in kindergarten. Right, I saw that post the other day too. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to the Jewish people. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't the. It, it wasn't Daniel that that told me that he wasn't real. It was the fact that you need to watch how loud you talk. Cause... I know that's why I'm not saying names. Uh, my eight year old could be literally outside this door, uh, and uh, so I had I had. We had this bracelet of bells, of jingle bells, that my mm-hmm. mom used to use as decoration. Well, this this kid, Dan, was walking around with these bells. Well, that year I decided to, I wanted to record Santa in the house. So I took my alarm clock that had a recorder on it. I hit it. Your alarm clock had a recorder on it? Yeah, it was a cassette alarm. It had a, like a cassette oh, okay. layer. Oh, so it was a had, whole combo yeah. thing. Okay. And so I took that and I hid that under a chest that we had in our living room right next to the tree, but I didn't say anything to anybody. And I put a tape in it, I hit record, I walked away. Um, And then later that night on that tape, I could hear that those bells like jingling because Danny was wearing them around his wrist and he was talking to his brother Joe and they were helping my parents put stuff out. And he's like, no, Joe, Santa's gifts go over there. And then he was like, Sally, what about that? And so that's how I found out at the age you of eight. I figured it out. I you figured were, it you out. Macaulay Culkin with a talk boy. I did. Super pretty much. Them. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but I, don't, I forget how I found out. Probably public school. So, yeah, probably. It was probably a Jewish kid. So many bad jokes popping in my head. That status, I probably completely screwed that. And I think it was last year. Someone that I did go to like kindergarten with, like it came on. She's like, "Oh yeah." I was like, "I distinctly remember you being the one that ruined Christmas for me." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> that that's hilarious. I love it. Happy I, that uh, that memory stuck. I love Somebody's it. Somebody's at your house. I don't care. Okay, it's probably one of Harley's friends. But uh, so I was surprised that Hanukkah came like super early this year. Like I feel like beginning of December. Because like, it's usually the within like the second week to the third week. Yeah, you would think Santa over. would come early. Like sometimes, I think last year it actually ran from Christmas through New Year's. Right, because it was been before Thanksgiving. We are like the first time in history to actually have uh, Thanksgivinga, which was the first night of Hanukkah being on Thanksgiving. It's the only time that'll happen in like five thousand or fifty thousand years. Wow. Um, that was a really big thing like six years ago that we had a huge like we had all the foods for Hanukkah, all the foods for Thanksgiving. Like everyone was over from like our family and friends. Like that was a big thing. But yeah, it's like all over the place. So whenever anyone's like, when's Hanukkah? I was like, I don't I don't I don't honestly don't know. It's usually like three days before that I find out that it's gonna be Hanukkah. Uh, well that see. answers my question because I was about to ask you what determines when Hanukkah starts? Because Jewish I, calendar. Adam Sandler. <laughs> Whenever Eight Crazy Nights comes and on TV. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't the watch one, that this like, year. Whole two Hanukkah songs that we have. <laughs> <laughs> no, one there's of more which than is that. By Adam Sandler. Because I I looked on Spotify. There's more than that, and I don't remember. Well, you got dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. There's a lot of like parody songs, but we don't yeah. have a whole lot of like 
you know, there's not a lot of like Hanukkah jingles going on at like the Hobby Lobby in town, right? Oh no, well, well, that's no, not at Hobby Lobby. You, <laughs> you don't really have like a Santa Claus character, though, do you? I mean, there's no, no there's no Jewish like up on the house top. No, I was Mo, the the funny thing about Santa, the modern era, like style of Santa Claus, like the Holly Jolly guy. I'm pretty sure he was actually drawn up by a Jewish guy, and a multiple Hanukkah or like Christmas jingles were written by Jewish artists. Anything, not, I wouldn't any, be surprised any, by that. Any kind of music or movies all run by Jewish people. We all know that. Yeah, but <laughs> the Jews own Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> we were growing up. We were always told it was the Hanukkah cat. Like what? they, the yeah, Hanukkah cat. the Hanukkah cat. It's like that's a Cheshire cat. <laughs> that's who brings the gifts every night. The Hanukkah cat. The Hanukkah cat. Yeah, I think you I were mean, lied to. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it, they. The Hanukkah cat sneaks into the house and drops off the gifts. And there's no cat. Well, like, oh no, I know there's enjoy. no cat. No, I'm saying no, no cat in existence that's ever been good. On a bench. I, I saw that <laughs> instead of the elf on a shelf. Yeah, uh, yeah mention on, on, on a bench. There's Snoop on a stoop. I haven't seen that. You haven't seen Snoop on a stoop? No, I shared a meme of Dave Grohl on a pole. <laughs> yeah, Grohl on a pole. I saw uh, there was a rock on a flop. A rock, what is it? It was the rock on something, and now I can't remember what it was. Rock on a cock? No. No, no I mean rooster, you pervert. <laughs> I mean rooster. Come on. Oh, oh, Get rooster. your mind out yeah. of the gutter. Uh-huh. That's exactly I would you never tell a dirty joke on here. Such a liar. That's why we had to delete an entire show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was because of me. It was. It was hundred percent, definitely because of you. But and when I told, because I told GW and my close buddies, we were talking about some. I said, "Yeah." I said, "For the first time ever, not only did we not air an episode, Martel deleted it." But I told them why, and they're like, "Yeah, that's still it's funny. It's it, you, you did the right thing. It, it was funny. funny." But everybody that, it, that everybody that I've heard that you asked, and, and we laughed about it. Oh, I laughed while I listened here, back to so it. So here's what I told him. I said, Chappelle says stuff like this and gets paid millions, and millions of people love him. But I do it, and it's bad. And I said, I think it's just because I'm like the Aldi version of Ralphie May and Hagrid having a baby. It's a racist thing. If I was Dave Chappelle and I, I said exactly what I said. I don't know that I it's said, racist, but I will go with the Ralphie May and Hagrid If If, if Chappelle said what I said, he could do it on Netflix. Right. Racist. Whatever. I would love to meet God. Dave Chappelle. Brandy's a uh, he's a vibe killer. That's what I do. <laughs> but it's what I do. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, actually I, I missed out on Hanukkah this year. I'm, I'm bringing it back around. I missed out on Hanukkah this year. It was it, it started too soon for me, and I was not in the right state of mind to. I missed it too this year. To I, I saw like day one or day three, and I'm like, oh, I'm out. Because last I think last year I posted a menorah. On my Instagram story every day for, you did, for Hanukkah, with the the candles know. lit and it wasn't a banana, menorah. but it was a menorah. I mean, it, yeah, it's, I only do banana on the last night, man. It's the best way to go. Yeah, it 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 stuck with me like it had an impression. So <laughs> I feel like a banana with those uh, candles that are, like they're all sparks would be really cool. The ones you can't blow out? No, just ones that, like they look like little fire like the sparklers. Yeah, no, not oh, the ones no, you can't blow out. Just, you I know, literally got a can't. Can- a banana and the cheap ass like eight pack of candles from Walmart. <laughs> like the, like Put the a little ones you stick in a birthday cake. The ones that take five minutes to get lit. <laughs> I love it. That's it, awesome. Yep, exactly. And that they is burn the through best. In like thirty seconds. That's the best. You should just use crayons. You can't burn through them in thirty seconds. 
they burn through pretty damn quick. I know, I know. When you put an eight of them on a banana, there's not a whole lot of, or nine, there's not a whole lot of uh, real estate. <laughs> they kind of melt each other. <laughs> They're super close to each other. Yeah. I'm sure it's just a bundle of, so what, a line of candles. What is your favorite Jewish food? Ketchup. It's not Jewish. <laughs> I don't know. Uh... Brisket, probably. Brisket. All right. Brisket's Jewish. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can thank you can thank a Jewish homie for that one. Yeah. I'm I I'm going to Google that when I get home. I feel I, like brisket's been well. Ahead. I believe you because you're Jewish, and I'm not, so I'm not going to argue with like, you. Delis are uh, are Jewish too. The whole concept of like a deli—that's why kosher delis exist. Like you got cats in New York, pastrami, super Jewish. Brisket, super Jewish. The Jews like, are everything, brisket, good, man. Brisket to Judaism is like ham on like christmas basically or like people eat ham on christmas i did yeah tons of people oh i have chinese food yeah that's a jewish thing to do too yeah we we've always <laughs> jewish christmas ever since ever like since my story we quit going well no ever since we started staying in once once my daughter was born my first daughter we started doing chinese food at at night because i am a big fan of a christmas story and then yeah they go to the Chinese restaurant and get some fra ra 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 And so I'm like, well, let's just get Chinese. Chinese places open. Because we didn't feel like cooking. And we do, like, we go to my in-laws, like, super early. Like, 10 o'clock in the morning. And we do breakfast there. And then I'm home by 2 o'clock and the rest of my day is free. I'm not doing anything the rest of the day except sleeping and playing video games. So I'm like, I'm not cooking. Good life choice. Yeah. So what do you? So you don't celebrate Christmas, Sam? Nope. What do you guys do all day? Just relax. Chinese food in a movie. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Because I did it's notice this, this year was weird because it's the first year. Like we drove down twenty three through Circleville to go out to my in laws. Usually, I mean, in years past, Sam has no idea where Circleville is. It, that's fine. It's a it's, it's a, a small town, podunk little shithole. Yeah. Um, but there's like Walmart's been open, gas stations are open. This year, nothing was open, not even Walmart. Well, no, which they just started doing last year, I think. Um, which I I think is kind of cool. They people get off for the holidays, whatever they celebrate, they should get off for. I think. Well, Kwanzaa started but today. The two gas Do you think stations, people should get off for Kwanzaa? Sure. Okay. If people should, if if people get off because of Christmas for religious reasons or whatever. Everybody should be able to get off for theirs. Did they get off on Christmas oh, you can. or because of Christmas? The, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, it, it's kind of a cause and effect kind of thing, right? We're shutting down for Christmas so those that celebrate Christmas can celebrate. You missed the question. Therefore, everybody else, they, they're getting off. Yeah. I know. I made several jokes this whole podcast and nobody's... Oh, no, I've, I've ignored them. I know. That's I why know. I ignored yours. Yeah. Merry okay. Christmas. New Year, new me. Yeah, no, you but I think, I mean, I mean, if you get, say you get a day off for Christmas, give somebody a day off for Kwanzaa, give them a day off for Chanaka, Rosh Hashanah, whatever it is. So that's, how do you spell Hanukkah? H-A-U-H-A-N-U-K-K-A-H. Why do you, you, you spell it with a C? Like, C H A N N U K H or C H A N U K K H. There's like 90 different ways. So I I grew up because, like I said, I grew up when we grew up. I grew up, you know, in the 80s, it was spelled with a C. And then somewhere along the lines, it changed and they dropped the C. And someone told me I was wrong. Now, it wasn't Randy. 
I keep glancing over at him. It wasn't Randy. Someone told me I was wrong. I'm like, no, it starts with a C. And they're like, no, you're wrong. I'm like, no, no it starts right, with a C. So my fa- I, I was going to I asked you what your favorite food was. You said brisket. Mine was always latkes. Oh, yeah, they're great. I'm always that like. Too. That's probably my second. I was a big fan of of potato pancakes with applesauce. I, yep. I, I Googled, because we're talking about how it's Hanukkah. Yeah. I did this the other night because I was curious, because I also rem- remember the C, but you don't see it much anymore. No. So I Googled, yep. how do you spell Hanukkah? And it says happy, one, two, three, four, five. There's eight different ways. Yep. It says happy, Hanukkah, Chanukkah, Chanukkah. And then Good at the just says, however you spell it. There's eight <laughs> different spellings that are acceptable. There's a lot of acceptable ways to spell it. Yeah, so I'm, I, I feel like you could just misspell it. And, be and like, it'd be yeah, fine. No, that's right. How do you spell it? M-E-R-R-Y-X-M-A-S. <laughs> okay. Nailed it. That's the original Hebrew. Killed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people get upset when you spell Christmas Xmas, too. Some people do. Um, it's like the happy holidays versus Merry Christmas. I made a, a kind of a TikTok. It's like I don't care what you what. I grew up raised in a Christian household in a Christian church. Over the years, I've come to question a lot of things. I was taught growing up, as have I've seen my parents evolve, my my grandpa evolve. I don't. I think I shared on here a long time ago, but my grandpa was stuck was raised, in his ways. He was for a while, but his dad was so conservative, white Christian that in the middle of a snowstorm, a couple from the church came in for dinner, and he didn't want to let the lady in their house because it was the church-owned parsonage, and she was wearing pants and not a dress. So, like, super religious-based. And she died out on the porch because she couldn't come in. Yeah. She just (laughs) sat there and froze to death. But he was able to preach a funeral. So it's like, you know, you're making work for yourself. You're keeping a job. Yeah, I mean, there's there's two things that will never die. Dead people? Well, funeral homes and churches. <laughs> so, but over the years, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's evolved more to where I look at it more of what is my faith based on? Is it based on, you know, these practices and these rituals or is it the belief? Um, so for me, I say Merry Christmas, but I've also said Happy Holidays. Like, I don't care. We went shopping and Huck wanted to get Beth a blanket. Well, we go in the store in Lancaster Mall, River Valley Mall, and... I you know I just look in and I see tapestries and purses and all kinds of stuff. Well, I quickly realize it's like a Wiccan based store. Like there's tarot cards, there's incense, there's dream catchers, there's beaded curtains. You were yeah. in Spencer gifts. No, I did not take my <laughs> seven year old son to Spencer's. Pretty much. Um, but you know the bumper stickers have like the the pentagrams and all. You know, and I'm I'm just walking through going okay and. Huck's asking questions like, what are those? I said, those are tarot cards. What are they for? And I'm explaining it to him. Um, personally, I don't get the card reading thing. I've like looked into it. I don't get palm reading. But I also don't care that others do that stuff. So when somebody when we got done checking out, Huck did something. I said, hey, buddy, don't mess with that. And the younger than me girl behind the counter, she was like, thank you so much for not yelling at your son. She's like, parents all day long have just been berating their young children for being kids and you know it's unfortunate I said well you know I figure if I just yell at him instead of giving him a chance that's what he's going to learn is the proper way to react right so I'm trying to just talk to my kid like with respect and she started getting choked up and at the end of our conversation she goes happy holidays I said thanks happy holidays to you too 
I didn't berate her. Yeah, I always I pair it know. back. I always pair back whatever someone well, says. And it's like when you talk to Sam, you say Happy Hanukkah. I'll, I'll say that to whatever somebody wants to worship or believe or do. Who cares? No, when Sam and I are done here, I'm going to tell him Shalom. Shalom. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to like say hello and goodbye. It's the aloha. <laughs> I'm just going to speak in his native tongue and say aloha and be on my way. So, but yeah, I just I don't get that the people getting bent over what others say or what they choose to do or believe or any of that. Sam, do you have it a retort? Happens all the time. <laughs> no, I'm sure it does happen all the time, but I, I've seen it happen. But for me, like I'm not going to win anybody over, and I'm not really. You know, if I'm sitting there yelling at you and saying you're wrong and you're going to die and burn in hell, you're not going to be like, you know what? You're right. Teach me your ways. Like, teach me what you yeah. believe. I've I'm had just... that happen. <laughs> oh, I, no, I have no doubt. I've had other. Sam, you're the worst. I've had other oh, white, dude, quote unquote, a... Christian males yell at me because I have tattoos. Like older you, generations. Uh, well, client. and we've heard DJ right, we stories, a... too. With, we with had a people. client years ago on Christmas actually get like verbally pissed because I closed on Christmas. He's like, you're Jewish. Why are you closed on Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been like, are you working on Christmas? I was like, you want me to close for eight days or one day? He's like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you should have closed for eight <laughs> days. <laughs> I will say you absolutely should. You, you should have just been like, you know what? You're right. I'll you're see right. you. I'll see you after January 1st. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Well, you just can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery because you have tattoos. Who me? Yes, that's fine. I yeah. can't. I don't either. care to be buried so. anywhere. Put me in the ground, after incinerate I, yeah, me. I don't after care. After I die, I don't fucking care. Yeah, that's, that's how I am. Let, just cremate the shit put, out put of me. Put me down like the fish. Yeah. What well, <laughs> Neptune Society? They'll come and collect you, and uh, they'll take you out in the ocean and dump you. You you just lied. Yeah. You said you don't care. You do care. I don't. You're just not allowed to have a Viking funeral. Well, uh, uh, well, hold on. <laughs> I'm not allowed to have a Viking funeral. I'm not allowed to have a a a, a a pyre, you can't do a fire either, and have. You know what you should do. I just learned about a guy that did this back a few years ago. Went to Burning Man, was talking with his friends. Everything's good, and then when they did the final burn, he just ran into it. I'm not doing that. Oh, yeah, That's that called suicide. It, it, yeah, was suicide. suicide. <laughs> it was suicide. It was definitely suicide. Yeah, I, but it, that was kind of a pyre. In it, well, yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing that either. That sounds stupid. Uh, yeah, they say he was perfectly sober too. So I don't know. That's the kind of stuff that intrigues me like what was going through that dude's head before his head went into that fire well he, something but yeah i can't I, I wanted a i keep telling my wife that i want a viking funeral and then recently the u.s government passed a law that you cannot have viking funerals off the coast of the united states you have to go i think 20 miles out before you could dump a body in the ocean essentially so Fuck I, was, it, I do it yeah, I was Vikings just like, shit. Dope. Well, my neighbor has a pond that would be big enough just to, you know, float me out <laughs> on a boat and fire an arrow into it. But I don't think I'll be living in Ohio at that point. No, you'll be dead in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to be in Ohio anymore. What if we did off the coast of Mexico? I don't know. What about the U.S. Virgin Islands? I'm well, sure there's somewhere that if you want to go up in a blazing, fiery arrow on the water, they'll yeah. let you do it. Norway. There you go. But I gotta, you go. I gotta die in Norway. There's countries that like hang their dead people in coffins on the side of a mountain. There is. Oh yeah. That it's might be thing. interesting too. Okay. Yeah, you look at this wall, this stone wall, and it's just a bunch of coffins. Why? Something to do with the bodies eating being dug up by wildlife and their beliefs of I don't know, I forget. Okay, I studied great. like two years ago. Awesome. 
Way to go. Cool story. Cool right? story, bro. All right. Well, I'd say we, we've we been going, well, yeah, about an hour and a half. Yep. We've gone so, so long, I've stood up. Yeah, you actually stood up. You And I never stand up to record. <laughs> so, Sam, you want to give a shout out to your nutrition company that you run? Because I don't think we yeah. did that in the beginning. <laughs> if uh, anyone's interested in like nutrition coaching or they just want to follow along, it's Explore Nutrition, X-P-L-O-R-E. And it's at Explore Nutrition for all social or www.explorenutrition.com. Awesome. And Marco will put that in the show notes. I will. I actually was writing <laughs> stuff down so that I make sure that I do that this time. Do it the right way. The last show, I forgot to put in the link to the the house with the Krumpus. And yeah, Mo called you out. Yeah, all the people yep. being killed is holiday direc- decorations that's there here in Ohio. So. How do the Jewish feel about Krumpus? Indifferent. Shoulder. <laughs> it's like whatever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. Smear the so. blo- the lamb of the blood over the door, and we're good. Um, yeah, there you go. What? So before we before we drop off here, what is your New Year's resolution, Sam? Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I've never been a huge New Year's resolution guy. I rarely ever set them. I just kind of set goals as they go. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, that's what. Sounds like that's really the way to go. It is really the way to if go. If you use New Year's to be your catalyst, fine. But don't give up. Yeah. Set incremental goals. I like it. Make changes. I like it a lot. Yeah, that was really good stuff. Yeah. All right. My New Year's resolution is going to be to follow Sam so I can answer questions about bacon and blue jeans. You're going to send him a friend request here yeah. in a few minutes, hey. aren't you? No. <laughs> I, I don't yeah, ever send friend <laughs> Do you ask those questions on your personal page or your work yeah. page or what? No, it's his personal, personal page. page. Oh, okay. Yeah, anyone can add me. Everything I have is public, too, so if they just follow or like shit, they can, too. Well, then we should probably give you your last name, because I'm sure there's more than one Sam on Facebook. There is. So no, I, I I am the only Sam Carroll on the planet, Carol, as far as I, I know. Okay, so Sam it's, Carroll. Yep, so it's Carroll, K-A-R-O-L-L. So at Such Sam a Jewish Carroll way to spell everything. Carol. I, I live in Carroll, Ohio, which is C-A-R-R-O-L-L. Yeah, I've, I've never different. had someone spell my last name right on the first try, ever. <laughs> I like it. I can it. imagine. I like it. All right. So for check out Sam and Explore Nutrition on Instagram, Facebook, and at his website, uh, explorenutrition.com. I'm Martel for Sam and Randy. We're out. Peace. I'll see you guys later. See ya. Hey, thanks, Sam. No problem. I think I hear country western in the background. No, it's uh, it's a... Uh, Latina station. Even better. Ay, 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 ay. La, 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 bamba. La, la, bamba. Twist and shout. Twist and shout. La, 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 bamba. Means twist and shout in American.